0: on this little uh, flattened side where the, this baby was dropped? Yes. Or should I speak on the round side? Just well,
1: speak side. into it, because when I was listening to the yep. last episode or Spider-Man, I kept, like, I, I was bad. Like, I could hear it as I kept pulling the mic away oh, from my... Oh, you were bad. Yeah. yeah.
2: She do be bad, though.
1: But I, this is the first time that I've actually noticed it, that I kept pulling the mic too far away from me, and then you, could, you couldn't hear me.
2: Yep. And so... Do I do I it haven't. all the time? You don't do it all the time. Um, I try to catch it most of the time with compression, but I didn't do a whole lot of compression in this most mm, recent episode okay. because you told me that you didn't like the way it sounded, and so I was trying to fix it without compression, but that requires better mic etiquette. When so what we're I... hearing is okay. uh, it's all Randy's fault. It is all Randy's fault. It's, it's, it's completely all Randy's, Randy's, Randy's fault.
1: fault. I'm getting better at admitting my mistakes, guys. It's not... Welcome it's, to
2: uh, It's All Randy's Fault. It's All Randy's mm. Fault, the podcast, where we talk about how it's all Randy's fault.
1: We don't have to have the thing up. Because it's no. in there now. Yeah. But we know, you know what we don't have?
2: Uh, I have a timer.
1: You do have a timer.
2: I'm looking at it. Wow, that's tiny. I can read it, so it's
1: well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that makes me special, guys. It makes me really special.
1: Josh, stop staring at me. Oh,
2: you're fucking. Ah! <laughs> 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 ah, that was that was a lot to get it set up. It that was, was a lot more than I expected. Um...
1: Taylor, I don't like how low you are. Can you raise your chair? Oh,
2: I can sit up. Or raise my chair, or both. It, you, just don't fall like you did last time. That's
1: gonna be so difficult not to look down there,
2: oh, but do to, to look just, up there. Do you want me to make it so only I can see it?
1: No, because I don't want you looking at it either. I mean, none of us should be looking, at, looking at it. It's not going to be a
2: huge deal. But if we're staring at it,
1: yeah, let's all line, stare at it.
2: We have a, um, <laughs> have a, <laughs> a monitor, monitor. <laughs> right there running the cam feed, so that I'm we can so make I'm, sure.
1: I'm trying to... Hang on, am I in focus?
2: <laughs> am I in focus?
1: Is that as high as you can go?
2: Hello there.
0: I mean,
1: but you slouch. It's okay. It's okay. It's you're okay. i are stools. I know, and I'm sorry.
0: I'm a tall boy. But it's fun fact. Um, oh no, I guess I can say that.
1: If you can't, it's okay. It just it feels weird, but I think we'll be okay.
2: I think it's because he's super tall mm-hmm. and sitting in a stool. Should mm-hmm. I be sitting in the, the comfy chair? And no, we'll be sitting about in the, the same height, so it doesn't really matter. That's fair.
1: But it matters how long your torso is. Who has the longer tor- torso? Because I feel like I Taylor, you're remember. all legs.
2: Am I? You got longer legs and you got a torso. I feel like I'm all torso, but I feel like I'm pretty evenly split. Mm. I have nice legs, though. My legs are gorgeous.
1: Okay, this isn't about you.
2: Yeah. Gonna... We... Look I, here. As soon as it was about
0: you, we changed it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to get all of my, my eyes into the camera out of my system before we start. Just do it now. Stare at him.
1: I mean, that's what I do is I stare at the camera. There's nothing. Oh, okay. He's He's kissing you guys. No, that's what I meant.
0: It was oh. just like, like the, 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 eye, the bedroom eyes.
1: Oh, those eyes.
2: Oh, yeah, those. Those ones that I
1: don't get.
0: Don't <laughs> get.
2: <laughs> Are we recording right
0: now? Yeah, we yeah. are. Oh.
2: This is the
1: cold open. Yeah. We shouldn't oh, have said anything. Open. We shouldn't have said anything to you're you because now you're me, nervous. I was about
0: to say something
2: that I shouldn't have said. Yeah. If the, the magic of editing could be cut out.
1: Yeah, imagine if somebody could edit the episode.
2: Imagine if we had the ability to cut things out.
1: I'm sorry for all of our audio people that we keep, like, talking about our monitoring and camera. Go watch the YouTube if you really want to, and you're sick and tired of yeah, us here. Or you can catch us on
2: it. Spotify because we actually we're part of a. Um, oh yeah, you can see
1: us on Spotify now. Yeah, because
2: we're part of a, a test group that's doing um, video on Spotify. So we're doing video casts and podcast stuff on Spotify, and uh, yeah, so we got lucky enough to be selected by that. And you can catch our faces on Spotify or on YouTube because we're not exclusive. That is actually how, not I've, yet. Been, until how I've been. How I've been. Yeah, until Spotify, <laughs> either YouTube or Spotify pays us a lot of money, then we'll be exclusive. But up until that point, nope, we're getting money from all 'all.
0: y'all. I'm trying to switch between y'all and then the camera, Mm -hmm. the three people in the room. The the thing where I do
2: where I I just stare at Randy like this. I
1: know we both do this, and then by the end of it, my neck hurts.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was really thinking about, we did that, um, the episode never aired, but we did a two cam setup with Mm -hmm. um, some people before. With Came and Cat, and um, I actually kind of liked the way it looked. If I we liked had, it, too. If we had just gotten the audio better or done well, the audio can better. We still
1: do two cameras with us, because we can just do our own
2: like. Audio. But then we lose this set, and that's we the do sad part. We lose set. Because we set it up to be a flat, mm-hmm. which because that was easier to edit, and it still is, but...
1: So that's later down the line. Later down the
2: line. When we get a new place and we yeah. can change up when we get, When we get the, the, uh, the uh, yeah. I would like to butt in
0: really quick and just point out that I just became very hyper-focused of how much I've been just staring back and forth as y'all have a conversation. Yeah. That's I'm fine, I'm falling though. back into sort of like my listener position. <laughs> Because after like, you know, a good 10 episodes of listening to you guys, I finally accepted the fact oh that gosh. y'all can't hear me whenever I yell at y'all.
1: Yes, you can, we can hear you now. We should just have an episode and he can be <laughs> like the third like commentator. Like everything that he wants to say, he finally gets to say oh just in the background.
2: Isn't that what this is? My dream come true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> push you back a little bit. You anyway, we're talking a about
2: a different thing.
1: Yeah. Completely didn't like spend two and a half hours watching the thing that you wanted us to watch. No,
2: absolutely not. But anyways, this is Media for the Intellectually Impoverished. I'm Taylor. I'm Randy. And I'm Joshua A. Murray. And this is the podcast that
1: Enriches your media ochre lives.
0: That almost rhymed. Or actually, it might have rhymed. Murray Lives. Randy. I was gonna say Randy. Randy. Murray.
2: Those Randy Murray. Those weren't.
0: It close.
2: I mean, no like it has, they, it has they, the e. it's a slant rhyme, right, but like well it's not really a slant rhyme um, if it's just a short rhyme what I'm getting at here is that they weren't at the the end of a I'm not of trying to call myself praise. Shakespeare or anything. I'm just Did
1: no you hear that Shakespeare like there's a theory that Shakespeare didn't actually write his plays that like somebody else like wrote them, and he was just like the the front man he got all the credit for it
2: like do Steve you Pope? think that one man <laughs> wrote all of that? I mean, what else would he be
0: doing in the f- 1400s? Being a bisexual mm-hmm. in the
2: 1400s.
1: Was it the 1400s? Oh, I'm pretty
2: sure I'm it was a 14. Literature. Hey Siri. What do we
1: read on this podcast? Hey Siri.
2: <laughs> w- hey Siri. <laughs> hey Siri. When was the Elizabethan era? When did When did Shakespeare write stuff?
1: Okay, I found this on the web. For when was the Elizabeth and when did when did Shakespeare write
2: stuff? <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. <laughs> um f- 1500s you okay were right. we were close yeah late 1500s early 1600s is right really renaissance
0: started i think in the 1400s give it
2: 100 years and then <laughs> then shakespeare you all losers oh i I, I, I turned this way to look at you my head got cut off <laughs>
1: <laughs> we really
2: gotta <laughs> really got tr-
1: watch out where we're
0: going okay yeah, my fat ass is in the middle of this now so you have to you just you know you gotta you gotta
1: no. no. You were literally no. <laughs> lifting up my stool.
2: <laughs> no. I but feel this...
0: bad sometimes because some of my friends will like tease me with like a little bout of strength trying to like shove me. And then I'll shove back just playing along and then I'll almost make them fall off of a very large ledge. And then I feel like you know, we're about to do a bit. And then I started talking. <laughs>
1: friend joshua murray <laughs> i was trying to get joshua up with the episode. joshua a
0: murray joshua
1: a murray um, i was trying to get on with the episode and then you started and then you had to join
0: <laughs> hi it takes me a little second to recognize cues it's okay unless they're my stage cues i always get those on time i mean y'all haven't gotten to see me on stage so you wouldn't really know i've seen you on a stage
2: uh, you've been on stages in front of me.
0: I mean, I guess, but like, like a, a nice
2: scripted musical or straight play. You ever have to pop your knuckles on the podcast, and then no. you're like, "Oh, I can't do it in no. front of the mic." No. <laughs> I don't. Mine don't do that as loud. Are you the person that pops your neck? Like, a, no, that's 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 another person. No,
1: that scares the crap out already of me. Did that? Yeah. Already. No. Damn
2: it. When they, I we have a friend who can pop her neck, like. Viciously loud, to the point where it's like, "Are you okay?"
1: That scares me to no end because I think they're just gonna break their neck. And like, I refuse to let anybody like pop my neck, and I refuse to try and pop my because no, I'm just gonna, it's gonna, and I'm gonna go, and the world's gonna go black, and that's it, I'm done. My (laughs) My junior year of
0: high school, there was this kid who sat right next to me in my first period. Mm -hmm. Who every morning, uh, he would he would get into class after I had sat down, and then he would sit down, and then he would twist all the way around until, like, every vertebrae in his spine had cracked. Um, and he would do it over and over again, Mm-mm. just snapping all the way up. And I hated it. And once I even asked him if he could, like, please maybe do it while I'm not here or, like, do it before you come inside. And he just sort of looked at me and he said, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right, that's fair. I no. hate this class enough of it is. But, you know, <laughs> okay. At least I'm not an
2: push <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can crack my back pretty good. But I get it all in one go. It's all, I turn to the right and it's all the way up and I'm like, ah, sweet relief. And then I die. Usually my you best paralyze thing.
1: yourself. I can't, anything that has to do with like the neck or the spine, like, cause that's like your core. And like, no, I don't like it.
0: If I'm really in the moment, the neck can be really nice. Like I'm if I'm really up, pissed off about something and I just, I want to feel like a badass. Because everything in life is not going my way, I'll just. You will what?
2: And usually no. it'll pop, and mm. I
0: just I feel a lot better.
2: You, you'll do what?
0: No. Well, I can't do it right now. Well, no. I did no it
2: earlier. I d- it's just. Uh...
0: Just do the noise again. Do the motion again.
2: Thank you, thank you. That's all I wanted. I just wanted the noise. What are we talking about today, Joshua A. Murray?
1: First, we have to introduce, this oh is a guest. Gosh. Oh, oh I, shit. You forget how we do guests, because I forgot how we do guests.
2: Uh, I've had to criticize you guys about
0: how y'all well, do I guests. Well, I just didn't know how
1: to introduce, so this is, our, we have a guest today, and it's Joshua A. Murray. You've oh, heard him, ah. we've talked about him before. We were, he used to be roommates with the, the lovely Taylor way down there, <laughs> on the
2: other side of the I never thought I'd ever hear you say the word lovely, followed by my name.
1: Yeah. That's the one and only time. And then we're going to cut it out of the episode. <laughs>
2: I'm going to repeat it right now.
1: We didn't have to pause. <laughs> editing. Okay, but first we have to ask you the questions that we always ask everybody. Oh my God. What was your rank in high school?
0: Okay, I calculated this up and wrote this down because I've, I've been waiting for this chance. I've been wanting to He's been to begging
1: release. us to be on the podcast and since we started. we said
2: no. I mean, I've been begging. We said no so many times that. He eventually managed to swindle us into a yes. They just don't
0: like me. Um, there are actually multiple stories that they've told on this this podcast where I was definitely present and y'all would talk about how like it was just you two. And I'll just sit here and I'm like just sitting in my room with my headphones in, just like <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's been times when we have completely forgotten who you are. <laughs>
2: I think we forgot your name at one point. You have
0: forgotten my name before.
2: Yeah, I forget everyone's name, so it's not like an exclusive thing. I keep a tally; these transgressions will be paid for.
0: Anyway, rank- my class rank—I was a uh, one nineteen out of like six hundred and something students, so I was in the top twenty-fifth quart. The quart. The first
2: quartile, yeah. so the top twenty-five percent
1: of the gallon.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, um, you, if, if you took all of the people in, in your graduating <laughs> class and, and put them into <laughs> a very, very tiny milk carton that was a gallon milk carton. And I don't think they make gallon milk cartons. I mean, there are cows next to my high school, so. I don't, milk. Aren't the, aren't but anyways, if you poured out a quart from that gallon of children, you would be in the court of children.
1: You'd be the first one. The to first
0: to go. Yeah.
2: Mm.
1: And what did you do in high school?
2: Uh, I I poured
0: a lot of milk. There
1: was cows right next to us. I I was actually
0: a pretty busy bee. Um, I was really into music and stuff. I was in band and then I got into choir and then I was doing all the theater productions. Uh, But my dad also wanted me to do a sport. So I was in swimming all four years. Uh, I don't
1: know why when you said sport, I was like football and I was like.
0: I Josh did football Opie's when I was really little. I have actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was uh, you know, I was big and my older brother had played football, so all of the coaches were like, Well, obviously. Yeah, it's He's just weird. bigger. He has to he has to be better, He's right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just did like O line, D-line. There was at one point when they made me a linebacker. I had a little bit of fun just letting loose and ripping through a bunch of small children. What are we talking yeah. about today, Josh? What are we talking about today, Josh? Today we're gonna be talking about the suspension of disbelief. Since I am a musical theater major slash mass media arts major,
2: because um, our uh, undisclosed university does not carry my major, I had a really good bit, but then this got really sad, and the bit is not as good when it's a sad moment. Say it anyway. No balls. I don't believe it. (laughs) That was it? That was it. Because we're talking about the suspense of disbelief, so I was like, I don't believe it. But yeah, uh, since I'm a, uh, yeah, thank you. a theater I just, major. Yeah, well, I, she she was mad because I explained the joke, but I think it's funnier to explain the jokes because I'm a man and I explain things. You see, in show business, we
0: call that explaining things as a man. But everyone else calls it mansplaining. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you had us watch a specific piece of media.
0: Yes, uh, I had them watch my favorite musical, Falsettos, specifically the 2016 cast revival on Broadway. Um, I don't believe.
1: <laughs> Look, you've listened to the episodes. You know this is what we do.
0: I would like you to know that most of the times when you sigh in the podcast, mm-hmm. it is either right before or right after. I have also sighed listening to y'all. So no. I don't believe it.
1: No, we both find Taylor equally annoying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I and lived you- with him. I know. <laughs>
1: Are you gonna say? I don't believe
0: it. <laughs> Change that. This is actually be... just the crap on
2: Taylor podcast. It
1: is now and I have Josh and so we can. If only I had three words
2: up. to truthfully describe how I feel about that statement.
1: Is that gonna be the title of the episode?
2: Yeah, all that.
0: <laughs> anyway, since I am a musical theater major. It's fine. I'll, I'll give you a sec. I'll give you a second to, uh, to compose yourself. I'm so yourself.
1: glad you're feeling better. He was in a bad mood before oh. we started, and I'm, I'm so happy. Oh, I man. bought him
0: zebra cakes. That's all I needed. That's how you know I was a good roommate. I know. Oh. I know what things will make I, him
1: I help. was very shocked because I was trying to figure out what to get him to cheer him up, and I didn't know, and you, zebra cakes is... Wow, he's smarter yeah, than me. Yeah,
2: zebra cakes really... They're dreadful for your body, but brilliant for your mental health. So obviously I bought two of the like giant ones. Is that
1: your prescription for (laughs) people who are depressed to zebra cakes?
2: Honestly, if you get the big ones and you put them in the freezer, but you don't like let them freeze. You kind of just let them chill and Mm -hmm. then you take them out and then you eat them. That's it. That's all you need. And then you'll be happy. And then when people people are like, just be happy, you'll be like, I can now.
1: (laughs) Now I can. Thanks to zebra cakes. OK, falsettos.
0: <laughs> so falsettos. Um, I chose falsettos because uh, the the main thing that jumps out to you is the set. You know, yes. you want to talk about mm-hmm. suspension of disbelief? Yes, all of these gray blocks.
2: Well, okay.. Are f- Let's explain what the show First, is. the show, and then what the 2016 cast revival did? Better or different than, okay. than everyone else.
0: You want me to give a brief, brief history of this? Brief, brief explanation of the plot. So William Finn was born in Massachusetts to a lovely little Jewish family. No, go on. No, No, uh, go on. I
1: don't know why I did this to myself. I got two of the most long winded people to be on a podcast with me. I talked
0: so much. This was a horrible mistake. I know. I just hope that the SD cards will hold it all. The Mm.
1: battery's going to go before the SD (laughs) card. That's
0: true. That is true uh anyway william finn he is the uh the composer the lyricist for this this musical he actually started this whole story with uh in trousers which was the beginning of the marvin trilogy marvin being the main character of all three plays okay uh and it was a series of three one act plays that he you know he wrote in trousers it was kind of shit Mm -hmm. so he worked on it a little bit more Mm -hmm. and then he started writing uh, march of the falsettos Mm -hmm. which was a lot better and then from that he, you know, told more of the character stories there, and so he went on even further to make Falsetto Land, and then we forgot that in trousers ever existed to March of the Falsettos and Falsetto Land, and turned those two one-act plays into a two-act Broadway musical. Nice, cool. What happens in Falsettos? So we follow this uh, jerk huge jerk he named Marvin. Jerk. He is, He is. I hated at least him in, so in act much. one, he is the most horrible person. Mm-hmm, and that, that's kind of the point of the show is we are watching him understand what it means to be a man and be not only like the father that he's meant to be, but also just like the, the person. Just a human being. A, a, a better mm. human <laughs> just, being. Uh,
1: just a decent human being.
0: I mean, you know, when you uh, are a womanizer your entire life and then you marry a woman Get her pregnant, have a son, sleep Who with them. You just a ma-
1: wanted to have, so you could have someone to like look like you. Just
0: you literally just wanted another copy of yourself. yourself yeah. So you used a woman to get that. <laughs>
1: yeah. And that's then, all the woman was good for. Then
0: decided that you actually think this that this dude over here is kind of cute. So you're gonna sleep with him and then leave the the mini-me that you just created and the mini-me printer that you used to make it and run off with your boy toy.
1: That's really what that's about, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Oh, man, that,
2: but
0: you know. as the story continues, uh, we start to see, you know, Marvin, uh, he, his psychiatrist falls in love with his ex-wife, and he has to sort of grapple with this fact that, oh, I guess so my, my ex-wife and child can't just be mine while also not having me in return. Like, they have to have happiness, too. And uh, they they go through hardships and stuff, and he starts to realize that, like, hey, I should care about other people's opinions and feelings because my mini-me is a psychopath in training.
1: You can't tell. We're all shaking our heads yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Yes. And that's just act one. In act two, the lesbians show up.
1: Which didn't make any sense to me, what do you mean? why well, what uh, did they add to the story? okay I'm sorry, the
0: le- I'm sorry. everybody loves the lesbians. No, anybody who I watches love
1: them, but i'm just I just mean in the story wise they just they, they felt like they were just always in like the background, they were just kind of like they were a little there. bit
0: um I actually don't know why specifically they were brought in, but they I feel like they have a good
1: they round part out to the be- cast, yes, they oh, yeah. round it out, but I'm just like they we didn't the, as characters themselves and like their own like they get no like development or anything
0: well to be fair uh you know the lesbians who live next door they were marvin's uh coping system while he was missing wizzer who was the the boy toy mm-hmm. and uh you know didn't get any of that trina and and mendel and jason were all living happily he was alone he moves to a small little gay neighborhood and his lesbian neighbors keep him company. Um, they're also the ones who deliver a little bit of the uh, plot news. I yeah. mean, Dr. Cordelia is the one who diagnoses. Um, spoiler alert. Um, if you find any of the bootlegs for this show, you probably already know. Because the one that I sent y'all is literally called AIDS and Tears Slime Blime Tutorial. Tutorial. Um, but uh, one of the characters is diagnosed with AIDS because... Falsetto Land starts in the middle of, or like the
2: beginning of the 80s mm-hmm. when the crisis was really starting to take hold. I gotta take it and back this up before it becomes irrelevant. You had such a great opportunity to call it a brood. and you just wow. you just threw it. You just wow. wasted it. You
1: just whiffed it.
2: You did it. It was right there. It was right within your grasp. It was like, oh, in the next gay neighborhood. And I was just like, oh,
0: brood gay brood. It's sad because I, I, I live
2: in the gay brood, so I should know. Yeah. How could you? You're not gay anymore. We, we strip we you from your gay. Your title I away. think it's so funny that either of you think that you have that power. As a straight white man, I think that I do indeed have that power.
1: I don't like the tension. I don't like the That was the not what
0: I was going for. I was going to try to intimidate
2: you, but then... Uh, <laughs> I tried to kiss you. The only way to take a man's gay is to kiss him on the mouth. This is true.
1: You guys have yet to kiss, right? That's not that hasn't happened yet? No, it
2: has not. Okay. Yet. I wanna I wanna reiterate, yet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Josh looks so scared. Like it like this is not something that you've wanted
2: (laughs) for years.
0: Please. This
1: isn't something that you talk about on a daily.
2: (laughs) On a daily? On the that's jailing. all we
1: talk about. Is yeah. just, you you
2: know, like you're like, Hey Miranda, I really want to kiss Taylor today, anyways. Bye, First off,
1: He never calls me Miranda. <laughs> that's <what makes> it... <laughs> Wait that's how you know it's a, a,
0: a blatant lie. <laughs> it's
1: just a lie because you know, I wish I could do the voice that you do, but you, you go, Randy, or something, <laughs> Randy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: know if the mic picked that up or not i was afraid it was going to it will but that's like
1: this the suspension of disbelief
0: the suspension of disbelief um well i mean in in the lyrics in the fact that it's sung all the way through Mm -hmm. i mean musical theater itself you have to have a certain level suspension of disbelief and i'm just now realizing that we've said it multiple times now we never actually tried to like define it no would either of you two like to try and
2: um, I'll go for it, and then Randy will correct me, which is what usually happens. Uh, susp- so, suspension of disbelief is... <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. should have kept going. I know awesome. I should have, but I didn't want to. Um, suspension of disbelief is when you're watching and taking media, there is a portion of the media that you have to sort of allow to be itself, right? Because you, when you're watching a movie, you can't watch a whole day's worth of... Of time, you can't be with the characters the entire time, right? So you have to suspend your disbelief, suspend the oh well, th- this didn't actually take 24 hours to finish. So why, why, why am I? Why? It's not real. Like it can't be real. You have to forget about that. You have to sort of let the media be itself and be what it is, so that you can take it in in a format that was was artistic, and that was uh, meant by by the the writers and, and such. And so in this case. The suspension of disbelief would be that everyone is singing all the time uh, on top of a couple of other things that we'll we'll get to, but the, the one we're talking about right now is just that, you know, people don't sing to have conversation. We're not singing right now to talk, we're just talking. Are we we could be singing. singing. No! But yeah, so that's, that's Suspension of Disbelief in a nutshell.
1: Yeah, it's like how I don't like watching unfound um, footage movies because how did they find the footage? That just immediately breaks my, like, it, the whole concept of the, the media and then itself, it doesn't make sense to me. And mm-hmm. so I don't like watching it.
2: Yep, yep. And as we said many, many eons ago, who found that found who footage? Who
1: found the found footage? Who found it?
2: I found it. I collectively have found <laughs> all of the found footage. Joshua
1: A. Murray is just going through the woods finding cameras. <laughs> oh, shit. A video
2: Blair
0: take. Witch
1: Trials? Oh, sh-
2: I was there. <laughs> I was the witch. I was it, the you third see him witch. in
1: the background. He's just following them. I've I'm never the seen a Blair Witch in, <laughs> Can I'm we edit honest.
2: him into the Blair Witch? And just I'm going to get it? that
1: camera. He's just walking along. I'm like, That's some hardcore shit that's going
2: <laughs> on. I'm
0: going to get that camera.
2: I can't wait to get the footage. <laughs>
0: Um, so i do have the, the wikipedia definition of the suspension of disbelief and i thought that this would be a good one to read because it has a very key detail in here that i think is important um so so the suspension of disbelief or willing suspension of disbelief is the intentional avoidance of critical thinking or logic in examining something unreal or impossible in reality important part in order to believe it for the sake of enjoyment. The only reason that an audience would suspend their disbelief is because it's if they want to enjoy the piece of media.
2: That's true. I would say there's plenty of times when we criticize movies for having unrealistic things yeah, um, because the movie was unenjoyable, whereas a movie that is good, that we enjoyed, we're, we're like, fuck it, who cares if it if they skipped like 30 minutes, who cares if we're going back in time to watch the previous year Mm -hmm. after we watch the current year who who fucking cares because the movie was good. But whereas if we watch a shitty movie, we're like, Oh God, why did they go back?
1: Yeah, Yeah. There's no
2: way that could happen. Right? Like we don't, you don't jump back in time to watch shit. They don't, people don't, the superheroes don't exist. They can't hold a helicopter with his bare hands to a
0: thing. But if you had a human being who had extraordinary feats, that could be realistic. And then if those seats were so extraordinary that it was something that we hadn't seen before, that could be realistic. We see stuff like that on TikTok all the time. And then you just keep taking that further and further and slowly and slowly you reel up and suspend
2: your disbelief. I don't believe it. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) I'm trying to
1: think of a a movie that did that really well recently and I can't think of one, but I like to think of it as um, the movies that they go by really fast. So like if you Mm -hmm. watch- um, what was a bad one? Like the one of the Star Wars movies, one of the newer ones that every like ten minutes I was checking the time, like is it over yet? Is it over yet? But if I can like go through a movie that's like three hours long and be like that took fifteen minutes, like that pulled me into mm-hmm. it. I was living in that world with them.
2: No that way was- home felt like that.
0: Well, for me, it felt like it, it went by in a flash.
1: Taylor knows my and gripes. Was- <laughs> they both know my gripes. With no way Everyone home.
2: listening should know your gripes if you go and listen to the previous two two episodes. One of them is the episode that one. before last, right?
1: There were times during the movie, yeah, the episode before last, when I would I was like, "Where are we? How much
2: longer we got?" I would say there's definitely been movies where I, I've been in like that. One of the movies I can probably pick out is The Tree of Life. That movie is so long. I
1: have to watch that movie for class, and no now I'm terrified
2: because you don't like it. It's it's just like it's a really really artsy cinema Oscar movie. Like mm. that's just what it is. An Oscar and movie, gross. It's it's beautiful. It looks amazing. It's just so slow. I don't know what we're talking about. It's just,
0: it's just slow. I'm not a cinema major. There are a lot of movies that I don't really know.
1: There's a lot of movies that I don't really know. Chris is always asking me have you seen this movie? I'm like no. And it hurts my soul.
0: Chris, the original guest that we first had on the Y'all th- I've that said that. I've said that a few times now. Listen, I just Gosh. feel I just feel so welcomed by you guys, you know.
2: Well, you shouldn't. Oh. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Leave. This episode's no longer a guest episode. I had a point earlier. You were talking about enjoyment. Forgotten. You should
1: the the, the yeah. media should be enjoyable. Your suspension of disbelief should be so high that you are allowing yourself to. enjoy I mean, that it was
0: well. something that I I tried to like ask both of you like very slyly. Whenever I sent y'all the link for this, I was like, "Please enjoy this. Please enjoy, yeah." Because uh, this actually brings me to one of my first points. Oh my god, he's
2: got, got points. He one of the questions.
1: Dissertation, listen, I, I wrote
0: three and a half pages that we're not going to get through. No,
1: we're um, not. Not at almost 50 minutes. <laughs> I have ex- minutes. I have
0: accepted that. We're not going to get through all of it. It's okay. Let's hit um, first point one. Uh, this was actually a question that I wanted to ask you guys because I couldn't really decide. Can you be cognizant and critical of a piece of media and also suspend your disbelief enough to enjoy the piece to its fullest ability?
2: I think yes. Yes. Because you can. You can look at a movie critically at, at at any. You can look at any movie critically, right? It doesn't matter whether or not you like it, and you can suspend disbelief for any movie technically, right? There's there's no criteria that. I mean, I know we said that like typically like a bad movie, a movie you don't enjoy, you're not going to suspend disbelief for, but, but that, you can.
1: That is like a, a one of the markers for. Like recently I was watching La La Land and that movie is like from a critical standpoint and from like a cinematic standpoint, it's beautiful. But the entire time I felt like I was in that world because of how beautiful and well shot that it was. The fact that I could look at it critically and see those things helped me suspend my disbelief like
0: even more. And I feel like that can be like a hallmark for a really great piece of media is if you can do both at the same time. Mm -hmm. But I'm an actor, okay? I can hire me. (laughs) (laughs)
2: please Uh, yeah all all you top notch producers that are listening to our podcast my bones just popped good oh we were just talking about that earlier yeah we were it's Um, it's crazy how shit goes full circle
0: I have to pay rent so give me a job I promise I'm good I'm an actor Uh, I have to immerse myself in worlds for whatever script I am handed if I have accepted a job Mm -hmm. or if I'm auditioning for something You know, I have to put myself in that world. My suspension of disbelief has to be so high that I not only can enjoy a piece of media, but I believe that I'm in it. So I can watch really, really crappy media that, like, most people are like, this is so dumb, this is the dumbest thing. And I can suspend my disbelief enough to be like, I can at least see where they're coming from, what they were trying to do, maybe point out some of the things that they needed to get better. Or I can I can go even further and just be like,
2: <laughs> that was fun. Was fun. <laughs> brain, brain. But like off. something
0: that I, I notice if if the piece of media isn't good enough for me to be able to suspend my disbelief and be critical of it, it becomes a huge uh, either or, and I feel like I have to dumb myself down to enjoy that piece of media or I can just be critical of it and see all of the flaws and just have a horrible time watching whatever this is. And that is that is something that's up to the creator to get right, is whether or not they're going to be be good
2: at their shit. Well said, well put. <laughs> you creators out there... Just
0: be good.
1: Be just good, good be at good. your shit. Be good at the shit. Get
2: good. Now here's the question. How... Get good script. <laughs> How do we use suspension of disbelief how can we use that in our media how can we use that in our stories effectively or how can we push P- our audience to suspend their disbelief do you have any ideas of how one might do that
0: uh kind of so uh along with all of my research that i was doing i watched a ted talk not sponsored yet hashtag not that
2: man um, can you believe that <laughs>
0: You know I can leave. I can just ramble on and time out your timer, and then y'all will just have nothing for a podcast.
2: Well, then you just don't get the episode to go up. <laughs> My hopes and dreams are ruined. Can you believe that, Randy? Gonna, <laughs> it's never gonna stop. It'll it'll keep going. I'll I'll be. Anyway, the, I did a- you not
1: just see me wash off that joke? I had to like wash it off, and then you immediately said it again. <laughs> just
0: okay so i watched a ted talk Mm -hmm. and in said TED talk he was breaking down suspension of disbelief uh he was a director for a theater and they had put on dracula now there's a certain scene in the dracula stage play where dracula takes a dagger for some reason because he can't just bite the guy he's holding him at knife point and he's like don't move or i'll stab him and then the guy takes one for the team grabs dracula's hand and drives it through his own heart And it's supposed to be like a really intense scene. Um, So obviously, second day of the performance, uh, theater happens and Dracula forgets to grab the dagger. So now he's about to plunge the thumb of death into this kid. You know, the director is just waiting for the audience to blow up into laughter. Mm. But sure enough, the kid grabs the arm, plunges the thumb of death into him, and the audience is in reverence of this moment. They're like, oh my gosh. You have to take reality and then strip away layer by layer. Once you've stripped away too many layers, you know that your story isn't strong enough to support that high of a suspension of disbelief. It's like a fly system in a theater. You know, the way it works, it's on a pulley system and you have a bunch of weights that outweigh the thing that you're flying onto the stage. If you don't have enough weight to balance it out, your set piece is just going to hit the stage and crash and burn and, and kill everyone in the theater.
2: You guys, I feel like you guys are just waiting for me to just do it again. Get out. I'm. am j- I'm j- no. You didn't you s- s- even s- say it again. Wait, and I, I really it wanted, like- wanted you <laughs> to you're add silent.
1: something to the conversation. Well, for once. Uh, sorry, the mic wasn't even close to where I was speaking. <laughs> I wanted you to add something to the conversation for once, but you you just stayed.
2: Well, I I mean I I agree, right? Like what what what? What do you want me
0: to add? Huh? Huh?
1: Well, so you touched on the fact that it's like its story. Your story itself has to be very strong in the in its like suspension of disbelief. But
0: not just like the story, but also your your theme, your message, mm-hmm. the whole skeleton of it needs to be strong enough to withstand. And now, giant purple blobs. You know, yeah. like you'll see like those really crappy B list horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Attack of the Killer Donuts.
1: Never seen it, but okay. It's so bad. I can imagine. Yeah.
0: Um, I could suspend my disbelief enough to believe that some kid's uncle threw a vat of chemicals into their donut fryer while he was at work. Oh my God. And the, all of the donuts turned into flesh-eating monsters that ate everybody. But um, most people cannot because there wasn't enough substance in that to really pull it mm-hmm. through. Yeah. And also the
2: CGI was bad, but. Well, yeah, I mean that, you know. There's, what do you, what do you do there's
1: some need to to be true to life as well. I mean, you you talked about superhero movies earlier, like the superhero, especially in Marvel, as much as they have like superpowers and are superhuman, they do have really human qualities to them that you can relate to on a level of lost love and needing to help others.
2: Yeah, other superhero qualities. Other, dead parents.
1: Yeah, dead parents. But it's uh, it's
0: I get the I'm I'm not gonna make that joke. You know, That's let's insensitive. Not take,
1: let's not make that joke. Um, it's also I think, I'm sorry Batman I think the next layer on top of that is your actors you need your as much as the story needs to be strong in and of itself and its themes and its messages your actors need to be you need to have serious enough
0: actors to who... be
1: able to yeah
2: one of the things that I really admired about the falsettos was their their use of set Right. Um, because what they did is uh, they have just like a in the center of the stage, they have a box. And that box is, is made up of a bunch of different pieces that they take off during the show and then use as set. And so it, it's not like, oh, they are pushing on a couch or the the box is made up of a couch. The box or the couch is made up of boxes. <laughs> and they're using those boxes as a couch and they use them in creative ways. And each piece can be something different. Um, and they. I I've always loved that idea just because it's like that simplicity allows you to focus more on the actors on what they're saying on what they're singing because this is a very like high like you must be paying attention kind of to, to get all the
1: nuances of it. Yeah. It's a very
2: emotion based show. The mm-hmm.
0: reality doesn't isn't sewn very well into it. So you you really have to pay attention to get all of it. No, I love that set. It is it, it's something that I cannot get my mind behind that they had almost all of the set pieces for at least act one that they needed just in that cube. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were able to cut that, that limited space into the perfect angles to get anything
2: that they needed. Yep. And it's, It's amazing some of the maneuvers that they do as well in the middle of it to get things looking like they're supposed to. I'm just realizing
0: the mic was probably way too far away from my mouth. Were you
2: gesturing with the mic? Yeah. Were you a mic gesturer? I was.
1: It gets. I don't know why Like the etiquette has left me because I noticed that I'm doing it more and more. Maybe I never had the etiquette. When Uh, I say
2: false, you say Edo's. False. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what was what was what was that bit rating?
1: Taylor was like, "Who, let's uh, let's get
2: out of that one." Yeah. Let's, you know let's it's a bad that one, one when, away. Taylor, <laughs> when Taylor When Taylor doesn't it. double down on this not a good bit. Just- let's let's circle back to how can how can you get your audience to suspend disbelief? Do you think there's any way that we can that we as creators can do it or is it purely on the audience to suspend their own disbelief?
1: Both. I mean, like we as we were going through, it's your story, your actors, and then the next thing that you brought up was set. Your the set that the actors are interacting with, like it has to be real for them. Like when they pick up an object or when they sit up or they interact with somebody else, that all needs to feel like it is happening in real life. It doesn't. There was one part in Falsettos when the two of them are laying in in the bed in like a hospital bed. And he suddenly like sits up real quick. And I was like, that wasn't, that didn't make sense. That was why I did. And just for that brief moment, I was like, that didn't work. That broke the the disbelief for me. But so it's it's all three. It's a combination. So all of those things need to be working together. So how do you help your audience? Your audience needs to also go into it with a sense of, I need to, I, I'm watching a movie. I'm sitting down or a television show or a book or anything, any media that you're intaking, you need to know that if it's a fiction piece, if it's not real that this is fiction, I will have to put up my suspension of disbelief to an extent already walking into it. If you're watching a documentary or if you're reading something nonfiction or if you're listening to a podcast, any of those medias, it's already immediately lower because you're expecting to get like facts out of those things. Mm -hmm.
0: Obviously, there's a lot of things that the creator and the actors and everybody else, they have to do to, to get it there, but the audience also has to meet in the middle you know, like there will be people like back in high school. Whenever we would do musical theater and stuff, there would be students who would come in just to like make fun of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's hard to get somebody like that to suspend their disbelief when you have like limited budgets and stuff, and they're going explicitly because they don't
2: like it. And they're just little dicks. They're just tiny little tiny little dicks. They're like a, they're like if you took a bag. Let's, of, let's not talk about
0: a, the high schooler.
2: Tiny Let's, little dicks. Yeah. Just, no, uh, they don't have. It's they are the they are the dicks, and this isn't even just high schoolers. This is just people that like walk in to make fun of media, mm-hmm. like with that mindset. The hecklers. Yeah, they're just they're like if you yeah well if if you took a bag of dicks and you weeded out all of the big ones and you're like these are solid dicks, and then all you had left in the dick bag was tiny dicks. They that's what they would be. It's a Monday. They'd be those tiny dicks, Randy.
0: It's a Monday. I know. It's a Monday (laughs) evening. I know. We're starting our week
1: with a tiny bag of
0: dicks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, a bag of tiny dicks. A
1: bag of tiny dicks.
2: Anyway, uh, I feel like that was. I mean,
1: I don't think that was a solid bit, and we're moving on. Okay, fine. Because you know what? You know what? (laughs) An audience,
0: an audience who is going to be a tiny bag of dicks. Or bag a bag of, of tiny yeah. dicks. A
1: bag and, of tiny dicks uh, is going to you know, it, it's, kill the next person who says tiny bag instead of tiny dicks.
0: You said it wrong. <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily like my job to make assholes who have nothing better to do than be assholes, not be assholes.
2: Yeah, yeah. I agree. I yeah. 100% agree. There will always be people who are going to look at your media and they're going to be a bag of tiny dicks.
1: No, immediately going to shut it down. Like, yeah. not with no rhyme or reason just because of the way that they were brought up, the way that society, whatever you want to say, there will be people who just go into it and like, nope, I hate it. And why? Because it's not good. And it's, and that's yeah. it.
2: And that's just part of being an artist. That's part of putting your art out there. And you can't let that sort of shut you down. You have to kind of like push through it because- Just because there's like one or two, maybe three people that are that are being a a bag of tiny dicks. Doesn't tiny mean dick. I was very specific. I know. in my storytelling. I know. Um, and you're being a bag of tiny dicks right now. Tiny bag of dicks. Wow, Randy. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. So people will always are. There're gonna be people that hate on it, but just because there's like five or six people that are gonna be like dicks about it, they're gonna hate on your media just for hating on it. Doesn't mean that there's not five times as many people who you're touching with that media who who really appreciate what you're making or who resonate with what the story you're telling. This isn't you know necessarily on topic, but but it is something that I, I feel. We should reiterate if we said it before, which we probably have. Many times. Um, But it's always good to say it again. Yeah, like don't let people that suck get you down because there are plenty of people that don't suck that are out there that will enjoy what you're talking about, what you have to say.
1: I just think the last thing that I wanted to say about how as creatives can we help meet the audience halfway, I think when it comes to storytelling, especially in a visual format, um... You need to have people on set or you need to have people in the writer's room who aren't as passionate about the project as you, who can look at it with an outsider's perspective. Because I think while you're writing, while you're directing something, you can get so high in your own, dis- own dis- like suspension of disbelief that you're taking it more than halfway. And so what you're really seeing, what the actors, what the set is giving you isn't really doing it, and that's with all like media, and that's something we've talked about for other different reasons of why you should have outsiders look at your work. But it's, I think, that's something else that you need, also else that you need, yeah, yeah.
2: I agree, yeah, much agreed, much very agreed. well. Yes, I believe it. All right, before we cut this off, um, oh, who I said
0: did... we were cutting it off? Oh, I, I, I wasn't sure. This is a two hour podcast, yeah, now. come on, this is
2: a huh? three hour we podcast. Oh, let me get to the halfway. rest of my no, We're not even halfway, not even yet. halfway, man. Golly, you didn't. We didn't tell you that this is a this is a twenty four hour session. No, in fact,
0: uh, all day you've been trying to tell me that this is not going to be more than okay. one and a half. <laughs> no, and I that I should, I should you, stop. anything,
1: but he was telling me all about his research. Literally, was talking about writing a dissertation on it, and I was like, "Look, sweetie, we're not going to get to everything. I need you to be okay with that. We're not going to get to everything."
0: Oh no, it's fine. Now with all of this research, uh, I am ready as a junior in college to go into grad school and uh, write my dissertation. Yeah. I have my starting points. Ah, uh, yes. Professors have given me books to read about it. Uh, mm-hmm. yes. I'm ready.
2: Yeah. Yeah, solid four, 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 four pages of notes. This, that's this, all you need that's for that's a dissertation. That's all, all you need, you need <laughs> for a dissertation. 300 pages. It's page a good, to, it's a good place to
0: start when you're f- four six years ahead.
2: Yeah, you're doing great. Honestly, you're on the way.
0: Anyway. Uh, I did want to point this out. It's it's kind of suspension of disbelief, but it's also just a small little tidbit from the show that I feel like people don't talk about enough. Are you scared? Is me. there something about small tidbits that you don't like?
2: What did you What did you realize?
1: I'm not gonna make y'all guess, even though I want to make y'all guess, but you'll never figure it out. No, the past two episodes, we haven't done recommendations.
2: We haven't had. recommendations. I thought we were gonna recommend
0: after.
1: No, I'm just... At the end. I know, we're, but we're getting close to the end, so I started thinking about recommendations, and I thought last week...
0: Y'all yeah, didn't do guys, recommendations last nope, week?
1: No, romance, the camera died, and so we immediately cut off the, the episode, and so we didn't do recommendations. The week before that was Spider-Man. We could have done recommendations, but we
0: didn't. Spider-Man
2: kind of made sense not to. Yeah, because we were just talking about One Piece. I think with deep dives, we should... Pro- Let's call them deep dives. We should. Um, we, we should probably stick with, like... I mean, the recommendation is that thing, but... <laughs> Continue.
1: Sorry, that's just uh, that's why I gave that face, because. But tell
0: what? Well, it's hmm. uh. So one of the things that uh that our director James Lapine, not our director, but like the, the director, the, the director well, James Lapine, director. Well, he, he is directing. He's, my, life. I would love he's to be directed by James Lapine. Yeah. I don't Can think you text text understand. That man exactly is a legend.
1: What to say every moment? He is a
0: legend in theater. Anyway, one of the things that uh that you know that team did, wizard. And Marvin, when they get back together in Act Two, they play racquetball. It's a cute thing, um, you know. In in Act One, Marvin was all upset that Wiz- Wizard didn't have the drive to try to win things and be intellectual like him. Mm-hmm. And now they play a game where Wizard feels like you know he can he can be competitive, and they enjoy that. Um, and he has this like really tight fitting, really gay outfit, just like really short, really tight. You know, no, keep going. Andrew no, Reynolds I don't completely just emblazoned on stage. I no, um, I don't under. I'm not understanding when, when they did the Tony performance. You saw more than you needed to, I'm and everybody not, knows if you know.
2: I'm not. Um, I'm not quite.
0: Can you paint paint a better picture for me? Um, you should have watched it. So no, I, think no, no, you, no, I, I think I did, you should
2: know. but like I, I'm. It's just it's foggy. If you could just just remind you me, remind like me what, it was? what it was. Andrew
0: Reynolds dick was very visible in those white shorts. Is that what you wanted me to say? Is that what we needed here?
2: Still not quite getting it.
0: Okay. Anyway, (laughs) uh, later on in in Act Two, we see them playing racquetball again, but this time all of these like really extremely tight, you know, uh, well fitting clothes are now extremely baggy. And this this is this is the scene that we you know he he passes out and we find out that he has actually contracted HIV and AIDS. Mm. Um, and one of the things that they did to show that without telling it, you know, show, show don't tell, uh, was they get, they made him look like he had lost an extreme amount of weight mm-hmm. and That's now so his cool. clothes are really baggy. That's really, really well done. And then he, and are. then he faints. Um, it's one of my favorite little facts because like.
1: That's so cool. And I love things like that. Like I am so upset that I didn't catch that cause I love catching those things.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just a, a cute little tidbit. Th- those are like small details. When when I have directed a show before, I yeah. When I was in, when, my senior year,
2: I wrote and directed. Did you know that he's directed? Don't believe it.
1: You don't believe it? I don't
2: believe it. Do you believe it?
1: I do. But do you think he's lying to me?
2: I don't know.
0: I actually I created a Gmail and everything. I was gonna send this off to like a uh, to a, a.
1: I'm very excited. Did you did you actually direct something?
0: Yeah. So so in, in my senior year, our spring show was a collection of one-act plays, senior-directed one-act plays. It was a little competition that we held, sort of like the Texas UIL one-act uh, play competition. God,
2: now they know what state we live in.
0: They, we've, we've been mentioned that. Y'all mentioned know, that before, okay? So. But they
1: know the surrounding cities to our city. It wouldn't be that hard to guess where we are.
2: <laughs> it was...
1: And we've said the university that we go to. Yeah, a, Y'all did by accident. Yeah, oh, desires. I've been I've
0: been so sure to. Well, now you're to pointing it out and
2: disclosed.
1: Then... You could cut all this out, but you won't. Will I? But you won't. Who
2: knows? Do you know? I do know. Do you? Because know? I
1: know you, and you won't. You'll get lazy. You by this point in the episode, you'll be like, I'm done. That's so true.
2: <laughs> Dang!
1: Stop calling me out. Dude. I hate
2: it. That's why all the funny edits are in the front but half, have. and all it's the missing the, footage is yes, in the back half. That
1: is exactly why.
0: <laughs> Any gay? Uh, I was in the middle of a story.
2: Wow! D- d- way to way to gay Wait Way to gay way to So when gay- I directed a when gay- I directed a show. Way to gate. Keep. I've committed a, committed a homophobic act. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about
0: to commit a hate crime. I thought,
1: I thought he was getting up to leave. And I was so excited. I was like, Josh, it gets to be our podcast.
0: Honestly, I would love that. I would live for it. <laughs> yes. They wouldn't be able to handle the energy, no, though. They wouldn't.
2: Oh, it's terrifying. I'm. It's,
0: no, you'll, you two are definitely the better uh, fit out of this little trio for something like this. I really enjoy those podcasts. Anyway, when I directed a show, uh, I wanted to be very a huge stickler on like details, Mm -hmm. um, to the point where uh, I changed the date. I made my my actors take like a little whiteboard because there was a school scene. Whenever the whiteboard was turned around for the next scene, I made them go through, erase the dates, change them to match like the exact timing. Wow, that's cool. I, I was a huge stickler for little details like mm-hmm. that because uh, when, you, when you go in and you do as many little details as you can, anything that you have to suspend your disbelief for is a lot easier because you have oh. such a real thing already. And th- this was a show about imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was something you had to suspend your disbelief for. Mm-hmm. I had a kid with really horrible blue makeup on his face he almost didn't go on stage because it
2: looked so bad, but I was like, "No, no it's too on. late. It's too late. You go yeah. on, do it." And do it, it. it
0: it went. It was pretty good. I really enjoyed that, and I feel like it, it, it. Focusing on those small details can help you make a world seem real enough to where people will accept those
2: uh, wilder details yeah, and suspend true. their disbelief. I'm so
1: glad we got there because that's another
2: great, great point. Yeah, the fact that. It, Focusing on, and, and not to be like, ah, oh, because I feel like there's a way to take it too far, right?
1: No, you can definitely get lost in the details to where they don't matter anymore.
0: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Uh, I almost made my students look up. So uh, there, there was a little section on the board that was like the word of the day. Mm-hmm. I was going to have them Google what the word of the day for that day was Mm -mm. and put that on the, that was a little too far. Yeah, it's a little bit.
1: Well, your story can get bogged down in those details. Like Mm -hmm. if you get to the point where you're trying to point out and every, you're trying to have every detail have its moment, the story in itself gets muddied.
0: And that's something I like is like, you do all of those details and you don't highlight them. You no, don't point them they out. They
1: have to be in the background. They have to those they're details that only you and the very few select out there will notice.
2: Like the fact that the the, the baggy uh, clothes. The baggy, baggy clothes. clothes. Yeah. With, uh, and that wasn't something
0: that I noticed until like my fifth watch through, until I saw somebody else's little edit of it mm-hmm. being like, notice this. And, and then I saw it and I was like, Yeah.
2: Oh, that's sad. It's like But that's so good.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry, I keep we keep getting you up to like, feel like you want to say something. No? Shouldn't have handed it over. Sorry. It's <laughs> like in Kanto, you know, where like Bruno is like running in the background and you don't notice it until like somebody points it out on TikTok. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so what are some recommendations? <laughs> is there any there's not a single movie where you're like, I
0: must suspend disbelief. Think about like the wildest movie that you watched. Maybe like a live action movie that was really crazy or like an animated movie that was really crazy.
1: I mean, my suspension of disbelief, I feel like is is pretty high. Like I maybe not. It, go, it goes back and forth. Like, yeah, it depends like, on so, the movie. It really does. Like here. What is
0: what is a really crappy Piece of media that you have to suspend. You you like it, but you know it's bad, and you just suspend your disbelief enough to where you enjoy it.
1: Heart of Dixie, it's a television show.
0: I don't know what that is. Do you know Isn't what that is? About the dog? No, no, that's Win Dixie. Win Dixie.
1: No, Heart of Dixie. It's this. This. It's kind of. Nobody's going to know, but it's this like not spinoff, but it's kind of like a retelling of like Northern Exposure, which was a show that my parents used to watch. Do you know what
0: that is? No, no, no idea. but
1: so it's this this Honestly, big city I don't girl. Her. <laughs> 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 this big city girl moves from New York uh, to a small town in Alabama, Bluebell, Alabama, um, and she has to become like She's trying to be a doctor, but the school she wants to get in won't let her in because she's not a good people person. So she goes to Blue Bell, Alabama to learn to be a people's person. And then she falls in love with two guys, and it's like a whole love triangle thing. Like, the show is terrible. Like, it's terrible. But I love it. Why? Because it has love
2: in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> no, it's a
1: dovey No, it's, it's good. It has its moments where it's it's... I want to live there. I want to live in Bluebell, Alabama, where the women are mean, and, uh, <laughs> but it's like, it's so pretty there, and everybody wears dresses, and everybody's,
0: uh. I'm trying to find a recommendation. Oh, I thought you
2: were about to play falsettos music no, no, while she I was wasn't, talking, I, and wasn't and I was like, like you I going can't to to, do that. No, man, no, we don't I own just, it. <laughs> we don't own it, man. We don't own it. I'm going to
0: make y'all have the biggest copyright strike.
2: No. 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 Tick, tick, Boom. Tick, tick,
0: tick, tick, boom. Tick, tick, boom. Tick, tick, boom's pretty... Well, there is that one scene. That one.
1: No, I'm saying it's... What do you mean? What are we... What? He's I'm talking, talking t- about... tick, 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 boom,
0: tick, tick, boom fall, like the movie, it follows a pretty rigid, like, serious tone.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I watched that whole movie and I was like, I'm there. Like, this is it. Like, I, mean, I believe yeah. every edit, every move that this man is making, I, I am here and I am following his pain.
2: For me, I mean, I don't... I always bring up like the same six games because I play no new games. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to say Uncharted, right? Because it's got that like Raiders of the Lost Ark feel mm-hmm. where it's just you, this guy's doing crazy feats and he somehow isn't getting shot this entire time and you're you're beating up all the bad guys and you win. And, and you know, like there has to be some level of like, of course he would get shot, but it's more fun when he's not shot,, yeah. and to believe that we he never gets shot the game. yeah, and not even just from that, from like a story perspective, um, it's just more exhilarating if he if he's able to get out of all these things un- unharmed, you know, or slightly harmed, um and so that's that, yeah, that's where the most suspension of disbelief for me comes from is specifically that, I think uncharted four the most because that's when all the craziest bombasticest stuff happens to him. All the time. I said it. I said it. I'll say it again. Bombasticist.
1: Oh, that's not what I was saying. I finally remembered the quote that I was trying to think of. Oh, did you? Because, no, you had said it's, or I had said it's nice when he doesn't get shot. And it reminded me of a quote from Friends. Who doesn't get shot? And so I was, I remembered this like half a quote from Friends where Chandler's talking about Kind of like the suspension, like everybody's really sad about this movie. I think it's Bambi that they're talking about and like they're making fun of Joey that he cried at like the beginning of Bambi. He's like, yeah, it was really sad when they stopped drawing the deer.
0: (laughs) See, those are the kinds of people that I don't like. Like if you're going to watch a Disney movie, an animated movie, Mm -hmm. suspend your disbelief enough to where 2D drawings Mm -hmm. come to life. I think Disney does a good enough job to to warrant that.
2: No, yeah. (laughs) You no, Chandler that, was just you?
0: being cynical. I heard, I heard your neck pop. Oh, you did? Did you get it in the mic? Did you I get that bro- ju- oh, juicy almost little crack.
2: Definitely got it in the mic. That was loud. Just amplify it in the
0: edit, and then just just break everyone's eardrums.
2: Yeah, it, I felt good, but it also like it was one of those ones where I was like, oh, that could be it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did find. I did find. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I don't, yeah. like I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm sorry. When people, such a like, show.
1: I have irrational fears. And one of them is pop. Like I can pop my knuckles. I finally got into that. Like in high school, you could not pop your knuckles around me. It was terrifying. Could not handle it. I'm okay with popping knuckles. If you pop anything else, I will throw up. <laughs> like I can't. Don't like it. Sorry. Josh, make your recommendation.
0: I actually found a pretty good recommendation. Uh, that's fairly uh, topical. Cats. Mm. Not the movie. Ah. Not the movie. The movie doesn't get this the point right. No, you should watch the the recording from Oh, I'm about to show off that I'm a bad musical theater major. I can't remember. The, I can't who? remember Everybody, the year. One, two, three. I cannot shame remember the year on. from the oh, pro shame. shot recording I was say of Cats. Shame. 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 Oh my gosh, shame. you. I was just going to say
1: Either shame. Either way,
0: don't watch the movie, watch the pro shot recording. Uh because it's still it's still weird. It's still crazy, and you still have to suspend your disbelief real hard to get all of these human beings in Lycra suits and actually understand what the heck they're trying to say. But I think if you suspend your disbelief far enough and you really let yourself be invested in this world, like, what if this world of cats had this secret order and they had these these things, like how, like, in their society, touching your paws together is a sign of togetherness.
2: Mm. Mm. Don't believe it. <laughs> 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 thank you so much for joining us on this episode and uh, joining j- thanks 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 so much. Thank you. Thank you so suspend your disbelief yeah. for me for mm-hmm. a minute and pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on this intellectual journey. We will catch you guys in the next one.
0: Bye. Bye-bye
2: media for the intellectually impoverished is hosted by trey taylor smith and miranda randy
1: produced by cam ritchie and edited by katrapella
2: you can find us on instagram and twitter at mftii podcast
1: subscribe to our youtube at media for the intellectually impoverished or email us at mftii podcast at gmail.com
2: thanks for listening